Hey there, listeners. Welcome to This Humana Life, a podcast for all Humana associates. We have amazing stories to tell and learning experiences to offer. We also believe the best knowledge is knowledge that is shared. Throughout our podcast journey, you'll hear advice from thought leaders, gain insights into areas of expertise other than your own, and hear the inspiring stories of others. This production is made possible with the support of the Women's Network Resource Group and by the dedication of our core team. I'm Tara DeLucia. I'm Carmen Pantoja Evans. I'm Brittany LaMere. And this podcast is produced by Melissa Nichols. We're looking forward to hearing what topics are important to you. Join the conversation in our buzz group by visiting go forward slash THL. Also, make sure to text the acronym THL to 239-355 to have new episodes sent straight to your mobile Thursday morning. So in the studio today, we have DJ Reggie Reg Gaston, right? Is it Gaston? Or Gaston. Like Ga- Everybody says Gaston, but I've Gaston. There, yeah, that's what exactly. That's yeah. how I Gaston. first said it. So I that's did it. that right. And you are audio. You're what they have you here at Humana is an audio and visual technology technician. But I just know you as DJ Reggie Reg. DJ Reggie Reg for Humana Radio. For Humana Radio. Yes, very exciting. So I want to know a little bit, we want to know a little bit about your journey at Humana, how long you've been here, and just just a little bit about all that. Sure. Uh, I started my journey here at Humana back in 2011 uh, with the PDE prescription drug event um, under that title, and then uh, lasted all the way to 2017. Unfortunate reasons, they did away with the uh, department that I was in. I ended up moving under uh, Tim Boone. We were engagement. We gave uh, personal branding uh, classes. We did uh, emotional intelligence classes. And under the leadership of uh, John Brown, John Brown used to always uh, have us do something called being your best, which was believe, expect, strengthen, and togetherness. I can't believe I still remember that. Wow. But uh, we would just go around giving classes on uh, how to be your best, you know, you being the CEO of your company. Uh, you know, and he managed made up of lots of little companies. So I yep. love that. That was a great, uh, that was a great job. And then just recently here, 2019, back in April, I uh, was uh, asked if I would rejoin Humana in the AV department. And of course that was, yes, quickly, you know, very exciting. So that's, uh, that's it in a nutshell, basically. But yeah. It's... So how do you like this new gig based on the former gig? Well, I love the new gig. And compared to the old gig, it's just that uh, I'm in front of a microphone now as opposed to just staying in front of a class, uh, talking and trying to teach, like I say, you know, personal branding or some some type of subject. But uh, I have the microphone in front of me. I have music in front of me. So it kind of like it pulls what I love together. And, uh, you know, it was funny that back in 2011, they would sit you around in the office and the director would bring all the new hires in and ask you, hey, what do you what do you want to accomplish at Humana? People go around, frontline leader, director, I want to be this, I want to be that. And I actually said, I said, you know, I would love to create a radio station at Humana. I said, uh, I would like to tie in something I love to do. And I could read emails as 
maybe commercials or in between songs. And be, I said, people are always at the desk anyway with some headphones in. I said, why not have, why not have horn? And they were like, horn. I was like, yeah, think about it. It's the Humana Office Radio Network. Oh, oh hey there. People laugh. They laugh. They laugh, and they died out. Just died out type of thing. And so, and voila. Well, you're quite the visionary. I mean, truly. That's really cool. I didn't know that about you. Yes. You know what's cool, yes. too, though, cool. is... Like it. You know, Beth Bierbauer, she always says, no just means not now. And the, and the more people we talk to, the more I realize, like, there are these spectacular ideas and there are things that are truly visionary. And it's not that they're bad ideas. It just may be not now. But when right. the time comes, yeah, exactly. the door will open. And I think that's, a, like, a... It's really exciting. Sure, sure. I didn't cry about it or think right. one way or another about it. I just it was just something that I had thought of and you know, and just somehow developed it, you know, whatever. <laughs> so it's good. So can you tell us more about Humana Radio and how associates can get involved? Absolutely. So Humana Radio is just another form of communications, right? Uh a bumper sticker is a communication tool, you know, but Humana Radio is another form of communications uh, that that it's just another way of reaching people in another form. Um, it's for us, by us. Uh, we uh, we want people to be engaged all over uh, the community, uh, over the Humana Network. Uh, we want people to call in. Uh, we want you to say what you got to say. It's just it gives you it gives you that that. Um, that voice, you know, if you're normally at home, working at home, and you only come in every once in a while uh, on events and things like that, Humana Radio can kind of tie you into what's going on now. You could be listening to me right now uh, while you're at home working, and it's real time. It's what's going on now. You can call in. You can hit us up on the Humana Radio Buzz page, and you can talk to us as if we were all there, you know, and not just the team is listening, but... Humana Nation is listening, you know, and so my goal here is to uh, get the numbers big. You know, at the push of a button, I would love to have this thing uh, to have 10,000 plus people at the push of a button. That's that's very um, that says something that I can reach that many people at one time, you know. And and so, I mean, so Humana Radio is just uh, again, I think it's the greatest thing since uh, sliced bread. Yeah. Well, and there's so there's so much going on here. I mean, there, your launch happened, and you all are doing a fantastic job of reaching out to the associate population and yes. getting out there into the associate population and really making a difference, connecting your connector. You talked about that I'm, before. I'm you are connector. a connector. I am the connector. You are the connector. Yeah. And, but it also that, you know, there's, you say, down the road in the future, I'd like to see this, but there are future projects that are already happening within the building, right? Sure. Isn't there a possible another studio, something like that? Oh, yes. <clears throat> so that's very exciting within itself as well. So uh, for those who are out there listening right now, if you've never seen the studios that we're uh, recording in now, it's that it's a room, no windows uh, to look outside or anything like that. It's an actual studio. Um, but I've been afforded the opportunity to be able to, uh, to have a new studio built on HUM2. And the studio will be uh, on the Main Street side, for those here in Louisville, Kentucky. I have three big windows that I can look outside, uh, and, and that engages me more with the world. 
it, it, it seems that it would flow better. Uh, I'm getting a glass front so that when you pass through the cafeteria, you can look in and see uh, people being interviewed. Just more, just more of an engagement type of thing. Uh, I think I'm possibly going to have some video cameras added to the studio. So not only will you be able to hear us on Humana Radio, you'll be able to tune into a video and kind of see what's going on in the studio as, as well. Just, again, bringing you in more, you know, just bringing you, putting you uh, there uh, with what's going on, tying everybody together. Well, another thing that's very important to me at Humana Radio is that I'm trying to build partnerships with folks, different NRGs, different businesses that, again, I am, and I, I, I say this strongly, I am the connector, meaning that any and everybody that has anything to say, that anything to broadcast, I want them to come through here so that we can put it out there to them. I don't, it's nothing that I think I'm bigger or better or have this. It's just I have the opportunity. I have the tools because this hasn't been done before. So what I'm taking now is I just want, I just want to reach to everybody and say, hey, listen, come to me, talk to me so that I can put you out there. And the more partners I can get, I, I mean, I need people knocking at my door. Hey, can we schedule? Can we get on? I mean, that's the that's the atmosphere I want. I want the emails to say, hey, can we schedule? Can we? So that way um, it's it shows its worth of, again, engaging the whole enterprise. Uh, so that's that's uh, that's Humana Radio. I mean, that's what it does. Well, how can you listen to Humana Radio? You can listen to Humana Radio by typing in your browser, go slash X. That doesn't work. I believe it's Humana Radio uh, in your browser. Uh, go slash Humana Radio. And in the future, things that I'm just putting out there right now uh, that they're trying to make happen is uh, it'd be good to open up your computers in the mornings and have that icon already on your desktop. Just click it and, it, and, it's, and it's on. So things like that are in the works. Um, but for right now, go slash X or go slash Humana Radio in your browsers. There's just so much going on in, in the studio, just so much. And you say you want to be the connector and you want people to be knocking on the door. And it's just but yet another communication opportunity for anybody within Humana, the NRG specifically, because yes. we represent the Women's Network Resource Group yes. as this Humana Live podcast, uh, that we but yet another way, just another vehicle just to another vehicle. say, hey, here we are. And this is what we have going on. And and uh, and you're willing to do that for us. Sure. Sure. I mean, uh, it's, uh, I've always, uh, it, and again, if, you know, people ask me all the time, like, uh, you know, you hit the lottery and won millions of dollars, what would you do then? And I'm like, I'd still play music. I mean, it's my passion. I love, I love doing what I do. I just have better equipment to do it with. Uh, so, uh, again, lots going on. Um, I just want to make it happen for everyone. I want everyone to, to believe in Humana Radio that we can get the message across to folks and that uh, that it's, a, it's a, a good new tool that's been incorporated into the enterprise. You are listening to This Humana Life with co-hosts Tara DeLucia, Carmen Pantoja-Evans, Brittany LaMare, and our special guest. Be sure to text THL to 239-355 to have new episodes sent straight to your mobile or share with us on Yammer at go slash THL. 
So you mentioned music being your passion. How did you become interested um, in DJing or being more participative with music, I guess? So all of my life, I can claim that, uh, you know, in back in grade school, when you're sitting in class and people ask, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? You have folks say police officer, doctors, lawyers and things like that. I did not specifically say being a DJ. But I knew it was something around music. I just want to, whether it be a sound engineer or something, I just I just wanted something to do with music. Again, not knowing what title I would branch off into. Um, but as time went on, uh, and especially started developing in high school, my freshman year, a young lady came to me and she said her mom allowed her to use the garage. She was going to move her cars out of the garage and allow us to have a, a party after the football game. And she was like, Reggie, can you just play some music for it? And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do that, but yeah, sure. So I went home and I tore my mom's stereo apart and I ran it down the street and I hooked it up and I just, I played music. I wasn't fancy about it. I was just, I just provided music. Over time, uh, as I went through high school, there used to be a a little uh, talent competition every weekend I would go to and they would do lip syncing. And I said, you know what, I'm going to do a lip sync contest. And they gave away a top prize of $50. So I got up there. I did a lip sync. I won at $50. And the next day I went to a place called Radio Shack. And I bought a little, I brought my first mixer. And then I took my mom's stereo and hooked it up to that mixer. I'm fascinated by lights. The lights were moving. And I got a signal. I was like, yes. I still really didn't know or understand the structure of what being a DJ was. I just knew I loved the music and what was, you know, how it made people engage um, and then from there, um, as I got older, leaving, uh, being a senior in high school, uh, trying to decide if I'm going to college or what I'm going to do in my life, I decided to go into the military. And so in the military, I went across, uh, went to Germany overseas and uh, to pass uh, time from being away from family and friends who I were familiar with, you know, I started gathering big pieces of equipment, more DJing things and uh seeing other DJs, like, man, I need to get that piece of equipment, buying all this stuff, and I'm sitting in my room in the, in the Army and just playing music. Got in trouble a couple of times. Hey, Gaston, turn that thing down, you know, and things. And before you know it, people's like, hey, man, can you make me a tape, a mixtape or something? And I'm like, sure, no problem. And before you knew it, I started getting into the NCO clubs and, uh, and uh, DJing over there. <clears throat> and a guy came up to me. He says, DJ Reggie Reg on the microphone. When he's on the mic, the beat goes on. I was like, huh, that's cool. That's catchy. I was like, yeah. He said, Reggie Reg. He said, you so good, your mom had to name you twice. I was like, huh, Reggie Reg. I, I was said, like writing me. that down. I was like, well, that's me. <laughs> you know, so in Germany, I became DJ Reggie Reg. <clears throat> um, went to the Gulf War. That kind of shook me up a little bit. Uh, and uh, wasn't able. So, so going into the Gulf War, you had to kind of pack up everything. Uh, and so they, after the war, they shipped us to a new location, Seattle, Washington. And uh, when I get to Seattle, Washington, the first thing I look for, they send these crates that you had shipped everything over in. First thing I'm looking for was my, st- I, wasn't, I wasn't worried about my car. I was worried about my turntables, my records and stuff, because that soothed me. They put me in my own zone, my comfort zone. So that was the first thing that I looked for was my, my music. Got that stuff all hooked up and stuff. And then I started playing uh, once we got back here to the States. Uh, I was in Seattle, Washington. Uh, again, got hooked up with the NCO Club there. Started playing. And then it was like a year left. I was getting out of the Army. I got out of the Army. I came home, Louisville, Kentucky. 
And I was just like, I'm back at home. I can't believe it. But I had to get used to civilian life. And so my mom, she worked at the hospital and she said, hey, my friend was getting married. Could you do her wedding reception? And I was like, I don't want it. I'm, I'm not. I don't do weddings. I, I don't know how to do a wedding. I've never done it. I said yes. From that day of doing a wedding reception, one thing led to another. One thing led to another. And before you knew it, uh, you know, I, I was, it was nonstop uh, with DJing. And I look at the prices I charged then to compare it to now. I was like, oh, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. But DJing has been a... Um, I guess a pacifier for me. It soothes me. It, it just kind of listening to music. I get between my headphones and I'm in my own world. And uh, it uh, really, you know, especially being in the military, kind of helped with with things that went on in the military and things that I saw being a Gulf War vet and things like that. So it just kind of it just kind of always stuck with me as my friend. So thank you for your service. You're That's welcome. number one. You're welcome. Thank you. But the next thing is, what song did you lip sing to? So it was a group uh, named Houdini, and the name of the song is called Friends. How many of us have them? Friends, the ones you can depend on. Friends. Yes. But uh, I lip synced that. <laughs> Apparently, I did well, did good enough to win, win the money, and uh, yeah. And so I, I've, I've never looked back. I never looked back. Honestly. So, yeah. Few questions or sure. statements and all kinds of things. Sure. What does NCO stand for? Uh, the uh, non commissioner offer non commission officers club. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I also know that you are a vocalist. No, you sing, Carmen. No. Yes, you do. I do karaoke. I, I heard you I sing at IND Day or at yes IND Day. I know. I yes, know. sir. So <laughs> you're not just a lip syncer. You sing. And I get that from my mother. My mother's a, a disc jockey. She's a karaoke disc jockey. So oh. she goes around and she does karaoke all the time. And sometimes when she can't be there or she needs help, I'll fill in for her. And then I end up getting acclimated to karaoke. And, you know, at being a host, you want to break the ice. Okay, I'll sing first. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so uh, that's how that began but i'm a disc jockey i'm not a vocalist i don't know how to sing well he's being shy but he can sing he can i know you want to leave me (laughs) but i refuse to let you go if i had to beg plead for your sympathy i don't mind because you mean that much to me um, yes, yeah, isn't that fantastic? That was now, isn't that wonderful? Fantastic. Absolutely. Oh, no. I, well, gosh, I could just—you're so passionate about this. I see yeah. it. I feel it. Yes. Defines you. Yes. Uh, it just everything. Just it, it, it just you emit happiness when you're yes. here. I can tell. Well, thank I, you. I feel it all the time. I just so I, I it's amazing from your elementary years all the way through high school, which we share the same high school. Yes. And so now I know where the parties were that I weren't invited to. So there you go. Uh, and I missed the yes, parties. You missed them after yes, the football yes. games, right? right so right, exactly. So, but it, it's a fantastic story. And now yeah, here is. you are. Here you're seated here. Yeah. So you you were interviewed on a TV station here recently in the Louisville yes. community, and they yes. were really excited about the radio station being at, in a corporate setting. Yes. Um, but there are also some critics about that, and, and how do folks have time to listen to radio when they're trying to do their work? How do you debunk that? How do you feel about that? Do you have an opinion on that? Again, um, 
always feel that music is uh, food for the soul. It, it, it does wonders for me. And you got you to gotta look at you, you and being realistic about it, you have to, those same critics, I'm sure, maybe have a set of headphones, they have a cell phone that has some type of, if you tell me you have a cell phone, you've never had music come through your cell phone, you've you got to be kidding me. Music in the workplace, again, just, it just, I don't know, have you ever vacuumed at home and just had music on? Or have you just cleaned up the house and you just had music on while you were doing what you were doing? It just gets you in a, in a, in a zone, in a focused area. I mean, so just imagine hearing, you know, you know, let's go back. Even without music right now, so let's say you were listening to the, uh, the radio and you were at home and someone mentioned your name on the radio. First thing you're going to do is, well, that was my name. You heard that. That brought some type of excitement or some type of attention to you. So if you hear your name on the radio and that excited you, just imagine what your favorite song is going to do to you. And your favorite song, along with other songs that are, that, that are familiar with your favorite song, that is just, it, it doesn't hurt anything. I mean, so this is just my opinion. It doesn't hurt anything to have something to help you with anything that you got going on. I mean, you go to church, they play music. I hate to say this, but at funerals, they play music. Mm -hmm. At wedding, music is universal. Music is part of life. It, it really is. I mean, even down to whistling, uh, patting your feet, clapping your hands, it's a, it's a rhythm. Mm -hmm. Music is a rhythm. And whatever rhythm drives you or, or, or makes you focus, you know, I don't I don't I don't see the I don't see the harm in it. Now surely if the critics were to say that how can you do your work, you know, we wouldn't have it, I don't think if, if it if it really hindered us from working, I don't I don't think that a corporation of this size would participate or allow it to go on. If it hurt you, if it hurt you, I don't think they would do that. Uh so again, studies, numbers, if if it shows that Hey, this thing is engaging, or it, it's it's enlightening. It's it, it was fun. It made me. If I made you on the morning show just smile or think about something that brightened your day or made you look at something totally different, then I've done my job. I feel good about that, you know. And so, I don't. I people criticize a cup of water, <laughs> uh, so I can't. I can't allow that to uh, defocus me. If that's a word, I don't know. But I, I can't allow that to uh, make me think that this is a bad thing. Not at all. So, uh, you know, hey, critics, uh, I'm going to say you just, just, you just need to. I mean, if you, and if you don't like it, I mean, I don't know. Don't listen. I, I think it's a nod, though, from our company to like the whole person and that associate experience and just the culture that we've created. Of course, music's going to be a part of it. Of course. How could it not be a part of who we are? And exactly. I mean, you could probably give story after story of how music has been important or a certain song. Or you can go back to any part of high school or, sure. or like when you hear it on the radio and you're like, oh, I was brought right back, you know, exactly. right back to something. Right so I think it's. I think it's just like the evolution of that associate experience, and this is just one more huge piece of it. Sure. Um, so that, that really resonates with me. 
And sure. it's also kind of a form of recognition, as you touched on, you know, giving a shout out to somebody. I mean, I remember diehard listening in the mornings, uh, especially around my birthday time, yeah. like waiting to have, you know, one of my friends call in and sure. give me that shout out for my birthday. <laughs> and then they'd exactly. always play the Lowrider song after do, they announced do, the birthdays. Exactly. So yes. I just also kind of using this as a platform for associate recognition. Exa- exactly. Oh, that's good. That exactly. is good. Exactly. And that's it for this episode. But the conversation isn't over. Make sure to catch part two next week. You can share with us on buzz at go forward slash THL. And don't forget to subscribe by texting THL to 239-355. We want to thank you for spending time with us this week. We can use our guiding behaviors and speak up with candor to share our Humana stories through this podcast. Let's keep the conversation going together about this Humana life. Until next time, be intentional, stay curious, and inspire others.